there, this is Brian Abanner, and you're listening to SAFM Sports Special. Sport on SAFM. This is SAFM Sports Special. Brad Brown with you until 7. The IAAF issued a statement this week saying that they were saddened to learn of the death of Khat LaRue, who died of the age of 78 last week, Saturday. LaRue was hugely respected and a much-loved administrator, writer and statistician, as well as a contributor for a number of years to the IAAF website. LaRue was involved in 50 consecutive years in the publication of the SA Athletics Annual, as well as the South African Athletics Statisticians publication, of which he was the editor for many years, also reported here for the SABC. In 1995, the IAAF honoured him as its veteran of the IAAF award and he's also been included in the SA Breweries Hall of Fame of South African sports journalists so uh, he was survived by two sons Kheri and Otto as well as three grandchildren and he used to say that fellow free stater Johan Kronier is the most talented middle distance runner in South Africa and the sad bit is he never got to see uh, one of Johan's crowning achievements that came a day too late and it's Johan Kronier who joins us now on SAFM Sports Special. Johan, welcome onto the show. Thanks for, for taking the time to chat to us today. Hi, thank you, Brian. Johan, it, it must have been uh, a crazy, crazy week for you this week. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about how your life has changed since winning bronze in Moscow last week. <laughs> well, yeah, Brad, you're right. I mean, say it's, it's been hectic, but I don't know. It hasn't changed except that I'm on my phone for basically 24 hours a day. Um... Um, I didn't, I didn't expect, you know, the, the welcome that I did get from the country. But I mean, it's amazing, amazing to know there's so much support actually from, 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 from the Republic. Yeah, Johan. I, I mean, your performance in in Moscow last week in, in the 1500. To put it in in a bit of perspective, no South African has ever won a medal in the 1500 men's uh, at a World Championship. So it was a great performance in that. And 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 no disrespect to you, but you you're not a youngster anymore. You've been around for a long, long time. You've put in the hard yards. So uh, you made it into the final. To be honest, I don't think a lot of people were expecting you to to pick up a medal. But it was a, a very very tight race, and and you could have. One silver, and you could have missed the bronze. That's how tight it was. Yeah, it's, just, it's exactly like you say. I, I mean, I've been running now for a lot of years, if I can put it like that. I've been to the World Champs before. I've been to Olympic Games before. Um, I, I've never been to the or went to the Champs in, in good shape, and I've never been to the Champs where I was fully prepared. And this was the first time that I've been fully prepared for it. Uh, I felt confident going into the first round, but, but you know, through let's put it experience from previous championships, I learned that you can't see because I knew I was in good shape, but I can't see myself in the final already. I, I raced every race as if it was an individual race going into the next round. So I had to, I, that's what I had to do: qualify automatically through the rounds. Uh, going into the final, obviously I wasn't a favourite. There was some. I thought top five position was was in reach, um, but when I looked at the starting list the day before, I didn't look at it at all after the semis, and the day before I realized this year, if, if I have a little bit of luck on my side, I could actually sneak in there, but you know, it's still it's still not a real a real thought, but it's, it's, it's a hopeful thought, and then yeah, like I said, it all just came together over the last 100 meters. 
We're chatting to Johan Kronier here on SAFM Sports Special. Johan, don't go anywhere. We just need to cross to Scotland quickly to get a quick golf update from Nick Dye. The third round has concluded at the Johnny Walker Championship at Glen Eagles. Uh, Nick, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, top of the pile. Absolutely, alongside Ricardo Gonzalez of Argentina, both at 16 under par. And I know, Brad, you've said throughout the afternoon how congested this leaderboard is. The very fact that they didn't pull away when we expected them to do so on the back nine means there's any number of players still very much in contention, knowing that there's likely to be plenty of low scores on the final round as well. So Fleetwood, uh, a young Englishman chasing a first European Tour win, shot a 67 today for 16 under. Gonzalez is a victor four times down the years. But it is four years back since the last victory, and he's had a lot of trouble back at home. Sadly, the death of mother and father and father-in-law all over this last year. So he's just pleased to be back out on a course playing golf and playing very nicely after leading all the way. There, one clear of Frederick Anderson ahead, while Bernd Wiesberger, one of the pre-event favourites, Double bogeyed, trapped in a bunker at 17, so 13 under for him and the leading Scot, Stephen Gallagher. That's the top five. You look a long way back for Darren Fickart at five under after a round of 72. Hopefully, he'll get amongst the scores tomorrow and still have a decent finish. But it's Fleetwood and Cavalier who share the lead. Thank you very much, Nick Dye from uh, Glen Eagles, the Johnny Walker Championship final round tomorrow. And we'll have updates for you here on SAFM Sports Special. Also chatting to uh, bronze medalists from the IAAF World Championships, Johan Kronier uh, in Bloemfontein, back in South Africa now. Johan was just telling us about uh, getting into the final and how close it was to, to actually getting that medal. It could have been silver, it could have been fourth. Johan, uh, looking, looking at the World Champs, you said you, you haven't really gone into a World Champs in really good form. Looking ahead from here, you've never been to a Commonwealth Games before, which, is, which totally, totally astounds me that you've never been in a squad to go and represent South Africa at that competition. Uh, that's probably the next major, major international or competition from an international perspective where you can represent South Africa. Uh, have, is, has there been any word that, that you will be going to that? No, Brad, the, the reason I haven't been or haven't gone to one before is because Saskatchewan never selected us. They they always, in years before, they get the selecting criteria where you have to be uh, ranked number four in the world, for example. Now, you know, as good as anybody else, there's a handful or two handful of Kenyans that run faster than, us, than we do. But coming coming into a championship, it's, it's always diff or different any any guy can win a medal. So I feel last or the last Commonwealth Games I think it was 2010 in India. Myself and John from Jericho both had a good chances of winning medals at that chance. We weren't selected. Same with last year Olympic Games. I did qualify. My name were on the on the list that ASA gave to Saskatchewan, but they decided not to take me. I can all those little things just just make me think. Listen here, this year I'm running for for myself and. Yeah, I, I, I took the pairs for myself, and luckily it, it paid off in a, in, in, a, in a way. So next year, always looking at the Commonwealth Games, I believe, always, yeah, I, I, I do believe um, we can win medals, not only myself, but even John van Deventer. And, yeah, and there's also a World Indoor Champs, which is in March next year. So I will be competing in the 1500 again. John will be competing in the 3000. And I, I do feel we can, can bring medals back from, from the championships like that. 
Joanna, how frustrating must it be from, from an athlete's perspective? You mentioned that you, you're not getting selected by Saskok. They've obviously got selection criteria as to, to who can go. But, but I think this performance in Moscow has just gone and proved that if you get into the final, you, you've got a shot at winning a medal. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's this old cliche where everybody says anything can happen in a final. You, we've seen it in World Cup practice, we've seen it in the soccer games, we've seen it in all kinds of sporting events, and it's the same in athletics. On the day, I mean, there's a lot of stress on all the people, and there's a lot of expectations on everybody in the race. I mean, there's a lot of guys in that final where I ran, where I had expectations from their countries to, to do well. So there's a lot of stress on them. And I went in it with, with kind of a relaxing attitude. I was more excited to start the race than, than stressed, if you, if you understand mm. what I mean. So, yeah, I believe if, if, if Suscock now, I mean, this medal means something, that there is potential. So maybe they look at it that way, and yeah, they will select us for the, for the next game. Johan, is it, is it a, budget, a budget issue from Saskok that they're not sending athletes like yourself to, to, to a, a competition like, like the Commonwealth Games? Yeah, but I, I don't think it's a fair. It's not fair for me to answer that one because I'm not sure what what the budgets look like. But if I if I read what what I've read in the papers, it, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, because uh, I mean I'm with you. It, it's interesting to see how many administrators go to a competition like the Commonwealth <laughs> Games. But there's athletes like yourself. More, more than athletes. <laughs> the last the last chance was unbelievable. There were more administrators than athletes at that. I definitely think we need to get somebody from Saskok on the show to, to, to answer those questions because I, I think it's ludicrous that, that someone like yourself who, who and let's be honest, uh, let's call a spade a spade, it, it wasn't a great world mm. champs from a Team South Africa perspective, one medal, we should be bringing yeah. home a lot more. Yes, there, there were a couple who were on the fringes, uh, but one medal, for me, in my mind, is not good enough for a nation like South Africa. We've got some great athletes here, and and it's just interesting to see what's happening behind the scenes from an administration uh, point of view, where athletes are getting overlooked. And, and, and Johan, you're not the only one that's been left behind. There's, I mean, you, there's countless athletes that, that no, in my opinion, correct, in my opinion, are good enough to, to, to represent South Africa at the top level and just not getting that opportunity. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's fascinating. Interesting enough, we're going to be chatting to, to uh, Ross Tucker from the South African Institute for Sports Science down in Cape Town tomorrow here on the show to find out why uh, South Africa only came home with one medal. So uh, that's going to be an interesting discussion as well. Johan Kroenje, as always, uh, wonderful to chat to you. Congratulations once again from all of us here at SAFM. Uh, I, I just think about that race and, and just get goosebumps. I mean, it was, it was a phenomenal performance. And, and yeah, let's hope, hope that uh, Saskok do select you for Commonwealth Games and you can, can go and represent the country then and, and possibly come back with another medal. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it, Brad. You want all the best. Uh, there we go. Johan Krenier, bronze medal winner in the men's 1500 meter last weekend at the IAAF World Championships. So.